Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to the 39th episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Today is probably one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded. We have a video marketing and YouTube expert on the show today. She's actually my own YouTube producer. So she does all my YouTube video editing for me and she's amazing. So on today's episode, we have Jess Flynn, who is the owner of Social Quest Media. So she's a business and marketing mentor and a video strategist and editor. She helps business owners market their brilliance and grow their business using profitable strategies and video marketing. She also fully edits busy entrepreneurs, YouTube videos and offers VIP strategy days to create YouTube channels that rank and bring in consistent leads. So this episode was amazing because it's very timely um, with all the new Instagram changes with, you know, Instagram reels and basically Instagram saying that they are no longer a photo sharing platform. It's gotten people freaking out. And so I I had to bring Jess on uh, to kind of give everyone a really great inside perspective of how you can start using video for your business today, how to take baby steps to show up on video when you're afraid to show your face or even just afraid to show up. And then how you might use YouTube to grow your brand awareness and visibility. So this is an amazing episode, definitely one of my favorites. I cannot wait for you to listen to it. Um, But grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be an amazing one. Hello, Jess. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and chat with you. Yay. So for anyone listening, um, Jess is actually my YouTube editor. So she does all of my YouTube videos for me and makes them look a lot prettier than what I give them to her. (laughs) Um, She can probably start her own product business soon uh, because I just ramble on in my videos on all sorts of different things. But anyway, um, she's amazing. And I'm super excited to have you here today talking about video. It's such a... um, I don't even know what the word is, not like taboo, but I feel like it's kind of taboo right now with Instagram changing with the reels and everything is becoming very video focused. And so I think it's definitely important for people that have a product business to be able to um, adapt to some of that stuff, which is what we're going to talk about today. But um, before we get started, do you want to just introduce everyone and just let people know um, maybe a little bit about you and like how you ended up where you are today? Yes. So I'm Justin and I'm the owner of Social Quest Media. I'm a business and marketing mentor, but also a video strategist and editor. And my video expertise started about six, 
I want to say it's actually closer to seven years ago. I lived abroad with my husband and I really needed a, an escape. <laughs> so I started my own YouTube channel and went into video blog. So blogging, creating sit down videos and really just learning how to grow a community there, get really, really good at editing, get really, really good at um, SEO and ranking my videos. And it became, I mean, it was a hobby of mine, but a passion. And this year is when I turned it, I monetized it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to utilize this skill and start helping business owners with this, uh, this part of my business and use my YouTube skills and editing skills. And I've been in business for about two years now. Uh, I focus a lot on social media marketing, but now a lot of video marketing. I'm really stepping into that um, as of the past three months or so, but really since the beginning of the year. And it's very timely because mm -hmm. Instagram made an announcement, as we all know, they're starting to push out more videos. However, Carrie and I were talking about this earlier. It's really nothing new. I mean, there's been video that video has always been king, as they call it, um, for a while now because it builds a lot of presence and it builds your personal brand, really establishes that like you no know, trust factor so people buy. Um, and it's it's just something that we have to continue to adapt with and not freak out about, but learn how to get better at it. Yes. And I'm super excited to kind of dive into some of those like small steps of, and as we were chatting about this before we started recording, just, you know, I know a lot of people listening, including myself years ago, were pretty terrified of showing up on video for like, you know, insert any excuse you can, you know, tell yourself, like, mm -hmm. what if people make fun of me? What if my friends don't like it? What if I look bad? What if my hair looks dumb? My makeup looks terrible. Um, what if people like, you know, we get very afraid and self-conscious on a video. And like, I'm literally living proof of someone who over the past couple of years has gone from being terrified to being on video. Now I literally will record videos wearing no makeup. I started a freaking YouTube channel. Like I never, <laughs> it's so funny because a year ago, I remember having a conversation with someone in a mastermind and I was like, I would never start a YouTube channel. Never. I would never do it. And now, yeah. And now I, you know, as Jess knows, I definitely didn't, don't always like it, but I'm starting to like it more now because I'm getting more used to it and better at uh, making faster videos. But you know, it, it's, it's just an example of like, we have to go through things that we don't like and get better. And as you practice more and show up, you get more comfortable. So anyway, we're going to dive into that today. Um, I would love for you just I know that you have, I know you're you were doing travel videos before. Is mm -hmm. that right? And you had like, yes, 1.8 million views or something crazy. Yeah, collectively, I haven't checked it, but in, in, a, in a little while, but collectively, it's yeah, it's pretty close to 1.8 million views on my channel um and almost a dozen viral videos i have quite like a handful that's over a hundred thousand views oh my god that's amazing um what made you start doing that in the i know that you said it was a hobby but like i, I again i'm just thinking of myself if i i never would be like i want to start so i'm gonna start a youtube channel for fun like that doesn't sound fun yeah. to me so tell us like how that was a hobby <laughs> This, I, I like this question. Nobody's really asked me that in that in that kind of way. So that gets me thinking. Um, <laughs> I've always been super creative and extroverted. And I, you know, this was a whole new world for me. So I lived in the country of Georgia. So there was literally, I mean, I lived in 
my house. I was almost like, it, it was such a journey for me to leave my house every day, not know how to speak the language. And I created it because I loved um, watching travel blogs as well as like makeup videos. I mean, I've watched YouTube since it's been out. Okay. Uh, that's like been my form of entertainment um, more so than TV. And I still like, that's my morning routine. I eat my breakfast and I watch my favorite vlogs. Like I'm obsessed with YouTube. I love it. And I was like, you know, when I was first, really, I'm still into makeup, but when I was first into makeup, there were people that were telling me, you need to start a makeup channel. You need to start a makeup channel. I'm like, no, because that's a huge investment, by the way, <laughs> buying all this makeup and all of that. And then I thought, you know, this is my opportunity to give it a go. But also I want to share my, my journey with my family and my friends. So that was the first thing. And I also want to just create memories. And I also wanted to see if I can do it. So I, I watched a lot of people in that travel industry. And I was like, this is cool. Like, why don't, why don't I do this? I didn't have a job. You know, I didn't have anything going on for myself. And I really wanted to create something for myself that had my name on it. And so hmm. honestly, in the beginning, I wasn't very consistent with it. And then I became serious about it probably like two or three years in. Um, and it became even more niche of a channel because I was living in Riga, Latvia at the time. So I was really doing a lot of videos um, on that country and it, it like blew up, which is so funny because you can niche super down on YouTube and then kind of niche outwards, mm -hmm. um, which I've done, you know, plenty of videos on different things in different locations in the world. But those really, um, I guess, community centered videos did really well because they were the people that subscribed. They were the people that commented that never missed a video. Uh, so yeah, that's how I got started. That's amazing. I love that you're also a traveler. I'm, I feel like we've had a couple chats about this, but I've, um, I've not been to Georgia or Latvia, but, um, I did a lot of traveling just throughout my life and my last job. I actually got paid to travel the world and recruit international students. And so I've been to like Azerbaijan. Um, I'm trying to think of like other countries in that area. Um, oh, wow. Turkey, just, I don't know, lots of random places. And then like Asia yeah. and, and other places. So I love traveling. And in fact, when I was in my early 20s, I used to watch, do you remember Samantha Brown? I think her name was, she had a show on E! It was like a travel show and she would go and stay at like really cool hotels. I think her name was yeah. Samantha Brown. She yeah. was really irritating, <laughs> but she was like, <laughs> yeah, she was like my icon because she got paid to travel the world. And that was like what I, that was what I like dreamt of doing. And I, I'm still like love traveling. So mm -hmm. anyway, I just wanted to mention that, but love traveling. So I like that we have that in common. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's kind of shift a little bit. So tell us maybe a little bit why, how do you feel like video is important for a product business brand to either get visibility, get credibility? Like, why do you feel like video marketing is important for a product business? Okay. So, you know, Carrie does such a great job of giving a lot of video tips on your YouTube channel. So if you don't watch her YouTube channel, I'm going to just plug her right here. <laughs> um, you do. You are really brilliant at sharing, sharing different ways to showcase product-based businesses via video. But it really it just is so much better than just a picture of your product. I mean, you can show, you can really take them on a journey and storytell along with it. I think that's the most powerful thing about video. It's a storytelling platform. 
um, it's, it really just gives people a grasp of what the product is about, why the company created it, who's behind the product. And the reason it reaches so much visibility is because it's what is, it's just what is going on in 2021. Everybody likes video, short form video, long form video on all different platforms. It, it takes probably less time to, to decide if you want to buy from someone via video than it does with just a photo. Yeah, I agree with you. And, um, and thank you for the nice words on my YouTube. Um, I know it's like, I know it's a work in progress. But you know, I always teach people you have to start like no one skips day one, you have to get started and you know, make it better and improve. And so that's kind of how I feel about um, my own YouTube channel is like, you know, I know that it'll get better. But it takes it takes some baby steps. So anyway, um, yeah. and yeah, I agree with you. And I love that you talked about storytelling because that's exactly what it is. When you have a product business, especially online, you know, you go to a store, you can pick up like, say you're going to buy um, a shirt, you can pick it up, you can kind of like, feel the material, you can like, hold it to you to see if it will fit you. So you're 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 getting all those senses, you can't get that online. And so you have to create that stuff for people. So I feel like for video, the most important thing is like showing someone how it can be used, um, showing someone wearing the item or holding the item or using it. If you have a pet product, you know, a dog playing with a toy is going to be a lot more um, like tangible than just seeing a toy on a white background photo. So I I can't agree with you more. I feel like video is becoming so much more important, especially than it used to be. And like even when I had my business, I started that in 2016. You know, video has always been around, but I feel like now more than ever, it's like you have to be doing video. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about like kind of how you can get started. But I agree with you that, you know, you need video. It's you can use storytelling and it's becoming more popular, especially, you know, like we were talking about the change on Instagram or like the founder of, in- I don't know if he's the founder, but I don't know, the CEO or whatever, um, mm-hmm. you know, said Instagram is no longer, you know, a photo. What was the exact word? Instagram is no longer a, a photo. photo. Yes. And so it it has been a photo sharing app. And now just look at the steps that have happened between Instagram stories, IGTV, Instagram reels, everything is video. And if you are not even like Instagram stories, you know, let's kind of talk about Instagram for a sec. Um, On Instagram, you know, you share stories, and you're probably going to get a lot more people viewing it than your static posts. And there's a reason for that, because they're literally um, prioritizing video on every single area. And then now it's like TikTok. I don't really use TikTok. I'm trying to learn more. I have one of my clients who were experimenting on their account because they're a product business. But, you know, even with TikTok, that's a blowing up. And I'm noticing a lot of product businesses blowing up on that. And like yesterday, I was looking just to shift a little bit. I was um, found someone somewhere and she has a a card company, like a, um, you know, a greeting card. Her Instagram account had like a thousand followers and she had like a bazillion reels that she had made and like 300 views, 400 views, 500 views, a thousand. Then um, it was a post about her TikTok and how it like blew up. And I went to her. So of course I'm like, oh, well, I have to go look. So I looked at her TikTok channel and she had like 500,000 followers. <laughs> like what? And like 5 million views or whatever on TikTok. And I was like, 
And then I was looking at her videos and I was like, these are so easy to make. This is not rocket science. It's like literally, here's the behind the scenes of me making my card. Here's a um, here's a video of like me talking about a customer. Like these are not rocket science videos. These are easy videos. But it was very interesting to see the difference between Instagram and TikTok and how much her TikTok presence was just escalated. And it's like the same videos. Yes. So that really... Yeah. It, you know, it was a time timely thing for me to see before chatting with you today. But that kind of really struck uh, stood out to me because um, I don't know, it just did. I think it's interesting that one platform can do so well and one just not. And I'm seeing this a lot with people like they're blowing up on TikTok, but then their Instagram just sucks. So. Yeah, I'm and I'm curious to see if where the people that are using reels are going to start or have been using reels are going to start reaping those rewards and benefits. Um, I'm noticing views right now on reels are very, have dropped a bit. And I don't know if it's because of the changes and I'm curious to see if it's going to kind of go towards more of that virality that's going on and on TikTok because people will have, and I mean, if they're smart, they're paying attention to people being like, I just posted the same reel over on TikTok. And it's like, 300 times the views. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok because I just can't <laughs> have another platform to focus on right now. Uh-huh. But yeah. Yeah. I've noticed there there are differences between the two platforms where TikTok is is it's longer and it's more conversational where with Reels um you have to get somebody's attention within 3 seconds. Yeah. And it's shorter form content, more edu- you know, more um entertaining. I mean, TikTok I think is more entertaining, but you it's for certain yeah certain person. I think they're two different people that watch reels and, and TikToks. Yeah. I, yeah. And I'm not a TikTok. I, I feel like I need to be because I teach marketing. So I, I need to kind of mm-hmm. be aware, but it's definitely not my, I feel like it's not my jam. And I was always like, Oh, isn't TikTok that platform where you have to do those like dumb dancing videos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's become something so different, but I agree. I think we need to be aware of what's going on over there. Um, but also I just have a feeling that Instagram's wants to pick up on that kind of virality with their reels like TikTok is because people are leaving their platform. They don't want that. If we think back to Vine, remember Vine, the six second video, which was like the pre TikTok right afterwards, YouTube launched, um, their version of a six second video. I think it was like 10, you could do like 10 or 30 seconds of video. Now it's like, IGTV. So, um, and then Vine, Vine died after that. So. Yeah. I never used, I never used that one, but yeah, it's interesting how one platform introduced something and then everyone else like Mm -hmm. jumps on the bandwagon. So yeah, uh, yeah, we will see. Um, but I guess to like jump back to product businesses, I know at least for clients I work with, I I'm starting to really push video onto them and, and people are very apprehensive. Every single person I work with, they're afraid to go into video. They're afraid to show their face. They're afraid of like, again, insert any excuse that you can tell yourself. And that's how I was too. Um, oh, like, oh, I'll do video when I'm, when I put makeup on or, you know, or like, I don't know, because we're afraid. So when we're afraid, we just put things off, um, for people to kind of get started, so assuming they have an e-commerce or a subscription box business, how would you recommend that they get started? So like literally super baby steps, given that these are people okay. that are terrified to show up on video, what would you do? Or what would you recommend? Okay. okay. 
So usually in that case, there is a lot of, um, you know, lack of confidence, clarity in terms of how to show up on video and, you know, a lot of, well, what if somebody sees this? What if somebody thinks I'm weird? What if, you know, all of these what ifs and, you know, most people are like, well, you just got to do it. And I agree, but there's ways that you, you can do it. And I'm going to go about it in a realistic way. I typically say, go ahead and just pre-record that story on your phone. You don't have to do it right then and there. Um, Just pre-record it. And I would start with introducing yourself. Who are you? Give a little bit of a background, share your values, why you started your business. Um, And, you know, just sharing your story. Because the biggest thing with video and showing your face is that you are a personal brand, even if you're selling a product. People want to buy from the person. I know so many people starting their own product-based businesses, and I support them because of their brand, because I know who they are, and I like them, I know them, I trust them. And that's why it's really important to share your story. And Another thing you can do if you want to be really prepared is to just write out a quick little outline so you know you hit all the points, not necessarily scripting. I'm not a huge fan of scripting everything because then it can be a little bit robotic, but just a few points you want to talk about um, and just introduce yourself to your, you know, the people on Instagram and then go ahead and save that to your highlights, create a little my story or um, yeah, the CEO story, whatever you want to call it. And people it's going to live there evergreen. So people can click it and they can, you know, get to know who the person behind the brand is. So I would start there and then kind of just challenge yourself once, twice a week to get on and show what you're doing. Like, I'm just sending off this package. Let me show you behind the scenes. And that's it. Like just show your face and say something, and then you can go on um, and show the rest. And, and, and it even might be baby steps of, even if you don't want to share your face at first, but like, showing that there is actual human behind there. And you're like pouring your cup of coffee in the morning. They see your hand pouring that cup of coffee in the morning and you're walking to your desk, things like that to get you a little bit warm to being an actual person on, on video, other than just showing what you're creating, what you're making, uh, what you're selling. I love that. And that's, I'm glad that you could break it down a little bit. Cause I, I again, um, I'm trying, I was even like, as you were talking, thinking back to when the first time I ever should have been video and I actually don't even remember, but I'm sure I was like literally absolutely terrified. And I'm, I'm sure I literally probably recorded it like 60 different times and then kept deleting it because I thought, you know, you look bad. And I mean, there's so many reasons video can be really scary. And it's for some people, it's literally like a proper phobia and it's not easy for them. And I think now that I am comfortable in video and I try to walk people through, I think sometimes they still have a hard time or I still have a hard time bringing myself back to that like day one of video where I was so terrified because um, you kind of forget. And I don't know, it's funny, but Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing I can say too is like practice does make perfect. And it sounds Mm -hmm. cheesy, but it's true. The more you show up, show up on showing up on Instagram stories, like just short clips, doing it once a week, then twice a week, then a couple times a week. And just you mm-hmm. will get more comfortable. Um, and it's funny, too. I think the more you show up in video, um, it actually, I don't know, it like helps you. I feel like it helps you become more confident with other things. I don't know if that makes sense. But I feel like for me, even showing up on Instagram stories for a while, it then helped me to, to do like a YouTube channel, for example. Yeah. Um, and YouTube 
is very different than doing a three second clip on Instagram stories. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's it's funny. But um, and then what else, I'm trying to think of what else I can ask you about showing up on Instagram or even on video. So when it comes to other things that people can do, so besides like showing their face, um, besides introducing them, um, anything else that you've noticed any product business people doing maybe on Instagram that that has kind of showed some of their personality without maybe showing their face? Um, I, okay. I like behind the scenes and I really enjoy, um, yeah, like people just showing a day in their life and you can easily do that even without showing your face. Um, you can even do a voiceover with that. Like I've seen people do reels and Instagram where you're like, first thing I do when I wake up, I have two eggs with some turkey bacon and coffee and then I head over to my desk and I think that would be a really cool way to utilize video in a baby step way without being like hello welcome I'm you know I'm Jess you know and it's more flowy if you so I would say I would challenge everyone just to share people a day in the life and behind the scenes of your business um even if that means not showing your face but I would challenge you to do like at least a picture of your face (laughs) a boomerang of your face something so people can see the person talking. Um, and that's going to really get you, um, used to talking to the camera, actually talking to a community, talking to the people watching. Um, because like you were saying, when people come to your page and they, you know, see, you know, the, the photos, that's great and everything, but people want to watch stories because that's live pretty much live in the moment of that day. And people are nosy. People are so nosy. People do care about your quote unquote boring life. <laughs> people do care. And that's my biggest thing. Like people like entertainment, people like the boring stuff, like what you're watching on Netflix, your favorite wine, um, you know, what, what project you're working on here in your house, where you're going on vacation, people do care. And that's what's going to get people to go, oh my gosh, my favorite wine is Pinot Grigio. Oh my gosh, I've watched that show. Have you seen the ending yet? Um, and it also gives you an opportunity to really connect with people. So, um, you might think like you should be all business, but really when it comes to stories in particular, if you can sprinkle in as much personal content, it's, it's the best way to build, um, your like and no factor for sure. Yes. Oh my God. I love that so much. And I'm glad that you use examples of like the wine, the TV shows, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. And I was laughing because, like, and I post lots of different stuff, but the stuff that gets me the most like DMs or responses, it's never anything to do with, you know, five ways to grow your Instagram. It's like, oh my God, you let you eat that crazy weird hot sauce or like, oh my gosh, I watched that movie too. Or like I posted a video of my bike, my new bike yesterday or the day before. I got so many responses being like, oh my God, that's such a pretty bike. Or like, wow, I love riding bikes. It's never about the business stuff. It's literally about everything else that's not business. That's what people yeah. really care about. And that's what's going to drive connection um, and show that you are a brand and not a person hiding behind, you know, Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what video will do. And you were talking to about brands that you support because you like the person. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Um, people will like you because you watch the office and you have a, a golden doodle and mm-hmm. you love traveling. You know what I mean? Those are like the connection points. And that's what will actually get people to want to buy from you versus almost anything else. So I agree with you. Yeah. And I love that. And I think like choose two, one or two, um, 
like non-business things to focus on. So for you are like for me, that's um, hot sauce, coffee. I do talk about wine a lot. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, but like hot sauce, wine. I know it is. It is. But like hot sauce, wine, coffee and my dogs. Those are like my four things. And I literally focus on those almost every single day. And so I feel like if you're like, I don't know what to post about, just choose a couple things that make you you, whether it's like what you drink in the morning, what you eat for lunch. Um, do you have a pet? Do you have kids? Do you love traveling? Do you have a vegetable garden? Like focus on the personality things that make you not personality, like the personal things that make you you and focus on sharing those. And I think once you can start sharing that stuff, that will build you up to being like, okay, now I can maybe show my face today. And then it's like little teeny baby steps. So yes, I love that. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then let's go into YouTube a little bit. I know that I've been rambling about other things. Um, So when it comes to YouTube, I feel like since I've started my channel only a few months ago, not that I'm an expert at all, I'm not, but I see massive opportunity when I think of YouTube now. Um, I started my channel a few months ago. It's growing. It's not anything crazy. But the fact that it like I have one video that I posted five weeks ago that's already had four. 1300 views or something. That's crazy to me as a brand new channel because YouTube is a search engine just like Google. So it takes time for things to index and show up. So for me, that really is when I saw the massive opportunity with YouTube is like, how do you get 1400 views in a month? That's crazy with a new channel. So how do you feel like one? um, Do you feel like there's a big opportunity for product businesses to use YouTube for their business to grow brand awareness and YouTube will help you show up on Google. That's the other biggest thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's different ways that you can incorporate uh, a product-based business into YouTube. But the biggest thing is you want to either entertain or educate someone. So much like what you do, very educational focused. So how can you create videos off of what people are searching for? Um, and I think for product-based businesses, this would be a great way to show behind the scenes of a product-based business. Um, I had a client and she did two vlogs of like behind the scenes of a e-commerce business owner. And those were her two most popular videos, which for a new YouTuber, a vlog usually doesn't get as many views as something like how to do X, Y, and Z because people are searching for it. But like I goes back to like, people are nosy. People want to know what it's about. And you can also kind of base it off of what you're selling. So, and how you can incorporate your product into it. So say you're doing, you're selling some kind of hair care item. You could give, you could do a video teaching like three different hairstyles using that product. Um, but also you don't even necessarily have to use YouTube, but you can use YouTube marketing and reach out to other people who utilize YouTube to market your your product. I've bought so many products because of influencer marketing on YouTube. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I love influencer and affiliate stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Um And then what if someone wants to get started? I know that was me months ago. And I know somehow I found you through someone but I struggled for a, a long time. What held me back from getting started on YouTube was like, how do I get started? It feels mm-hmm. extremely daunting. So what kind of tips or really anything that you, you can share about someone that might, you know, 
think that YouTube could be a good opportunity for them to get brand awareness, get people to find them, discover them. I feel like there's a lot of ways that product businesses can use it, but how would they get started? Like, what's the simple way? The simple way is actually that word exactly. Make it simple. (laughs) Make it simple, seriously, because the biggest thing I come across is what kind of camera do I need? Do I need a microphone? Do I need this? Do I need that? Do I need lighting? Do I need, and it's like, hold up. You haven't even figured out like what you're actually going to be putting on YouTube. So the biggest, to answer that question, the best camera is the camera you have. And the best lighting is sitting in front of a a window. (laughs) So, okay. We've answered that question. Now you want to go. And if you're like, okay, well, what do I talk about? Do some research of people who are in your niche. Go on, go on YouTube and type in some, the first thing that comes into your head that has to do with the product that you're selling. See what other people are doing and find the market and also find the gap that's missing and how you can fill it. And then when it comes to creating content, go back to your, your highest performing posts, stories, the questions that you get asked the most. So this might be like you showcasing, literally having another way to showcase your product. Like how is this used and showing behind the scenes? How did you get started sharing all different storytelling kind of content and turning that into a sit down video for YouTube? Um, Let me see. What else could we use? Uh, And then so research and then take that kind of research. Once you come up with your content ideas, you want to see the other people who have done that kind of content, not necessarily watch their videos because you, you want to have your own ideas, your own fresh ideas, but the type of, the type of keywords that they're using and the keywords is in the title, it's in the description and it's in the tags. And there's, there are some, um, plugins that you can use in Google to see people's tags and you can use them. That's what's going to really help rank your video. But another thing I want to keep you to keep in mind when it, you want to get ranked and found, you have to engage your audience. So that means you're getting likes and you're getting comments and people are watching the majority of your video. So audience retention, because it doesn't mean anything if you have the best keywords in the world and people are only watching one minute of a 15 minute video you want to keep people engaged. So that means I don't want to overcomplicate this here, (laughs) but making sure that your video is as concise as possible to the point. Um, it totally, cause okay. A lot of people ask me, can I repurpose my Instagram lives or my Facebook lives to YouTube? Mm -hmm. Technically you can, but the audience retention is not going to be good. It's not the same kind of platform. It is not the same kind of uh, consumer that goes there looking to watch an hour-long chit-chatty Facebook Live. The people that are in your Facebook group and on your Instagram, there's even a small percentage of people who even re- re-watch that. Yes, I think Instagram Lives and Facebook Lives are really, really great, but they should stay there. And YouTube should be more of like 8 to 15 minute long, concise videos that are to the point and that answer a question. A, a question Um, or gives tips on something or behind the scenes and shows a story as well. Okay. I love that. Um, And yeah, I get asked that a lot too. Um, I do think um, you can repurpose some things, but I have noticed a lot of brands that do, they try to like take an entire podcast and that we've 
I know we've had many chats behind the scenes on like, how do I, how do I drive traffic to my podcast, which is exactly what we are in the process of doing for my podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But I see a lot of people who will take an entire podcast episode that's like, you know, 60 minutes long and put that on YouTube and it, it has very few views. So I think part of me, when I see that, I'm like, okay, well, either they're not, they're not really implementing a YouTube strategy. Like they're just popping a video on. They're not doing any of the tag research, which now, you know, now I understand YouTube tags because I've started doing that. And I think it's, um, I think it's interesting. I'm like, I'm an SEO person. So I love like keyword research and all that. Um, But I think a lot of people just pop on any crappy video and, and think, well, why shouldn't that work for my YouTube? But I feel like when you were, I really liked what you said about like, if you do an Instagram live or a Facebook live, like it should maybe stay there. Or maybe you could just take a clip from that and then maybe say, okay, if you want more, go ahead and follow me or join my Facebook group or like follow me on Instagram. I think that could be amazing. I don't think you have to like upload the entire 45 minute, like back and forth with people. I feel like that's probably, probably boring. Um, So I like that. And then um, what is like, I'm trying to think of, because I really haven't seen many product businesses that are leveraging YouTube. Um, I do think like how things work, answering FAQs are perfect for those. Um, What do you think like the secret sauce time would be? I know you said eight to 15 minutes for product people that might be too long. Do you feel like like a three to five minute video would be fine or even shorter? Totally. Okay. Um, I would try and aim for like three to five minutes just because it is a longer form uh, platform, long form video platform. Um, But yeah, if you're able to just get straight into the point and answer the questions or show the product, a three to five minute video is definitely great. Um, Eight to 15 minutes is that, that, that sweet spot just because people um, come there and they're willing to sit and watch a video for that long. If there's enough, you know, information, there may be a pitch at the end, all of, all of this stuff, especially if it's entertaining. Okay. Um, but there's nothing wrong with doing a three to five minute video. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of, um, just trying to think of like what people might do, but I don't know. I honestly feel like the opportunities are endless for YouTube. And I, I, I think between like the SEO and helping you show up on Google and just getting a lot more brand awareness out there. Cause if you think you Google a product or you Google something like I was Googling my old business, the Dapper Dog Box the other day. Mm-hmm. And when I Googled it instantly, like a row of YouTube videos popped up. So YouTube literally helps you show up on Google. And I, if I can teach anyone anything in the entire planet, it is you. Ha- Instagram is not your business. Like Instagram is not marketing. It's a f- it's a form of marketing, but that's not the only place that you should be marketing your business. And you want to focus on things that help you show up on Google because that is the only way to build a business without using ads. Is like you have to show up on Google, and YouTube really will do that. So I think like there's such an opportunity, and I'm definitely excited to kind of. Um, Dig into this more. I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, and then one last question, because this is something that I, when I was thinking about YouTube, I was struggling with like, oh my God, the camera, the lighting. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you how much time I had to spend literally watching YouTube videos and like, oh my God, do I buy this camera? And I, and I, and I even remember when I first reached out to you, I was asking you about the camera. The camera was 
literally holding me back from doing anything. And in the end, do you want to know what I use now? My iPhone. And I love it. (laughs) I love it. It's like the greatest thing. When I stopped using the expensive camera that I was going to return and now I still use it for personal use and I'm obsessed with it. But you have to start simple and easy. And if that's a new iPhone, go for it. It's so easy. My YouTube videos now take me like five minutes and I don't even like I literally don't even re-record it. I I record it once and I just send it to you because I don't care anymore. I just I know I'll get better, but at the same time, I need to keep it simple. But for video editing, video editing, I think is probably the second thing that people potentially get held back on. What are some quick ways or what are some quick techniques to use that you can captivate your audience? But also, what if people don't know how to edit? What do they do? And I know you offer that as a service, which we'll talk about too. Yes. Um, Okay. So editing is very important because again, going back to audience retention. So you want to cut out anything that's unnecessary. And also that just makes the whole filming process a lot easier, much like a podcast, like we'll take out things that aren't needed and it just keeps the listener or the watcher so much more engaged because we don't need to hear the ums or things that are maybe there it's repeated twice, mm-hmm. cutting that out. And Another thing is transition. So a transition can be anywhere from a jump cut. So a jump cut is uh, abruptly ending one part of the video and it goes to another. A transition can be something uh, that just smooths into the next part of the video. And then pop-up text and pop-up graphics are very important because especially I like adding sound effects to that because if the, if the say the member, the member, sorry, Say the subscriber or the viewer is watching the video, um, but they're scrolling on their phone and all of a sudden they hear a pop and they see, oh, she just talked about this one important part of her video and now I'm paying attention. We always we want to keep the, uh, the viewer engaged. We want to keep their attention. And that's what the pop-up text, pop-up graphics, showing actual photos of something, showing videos of something while we're talking about it. Um, again, also showing versus telling that is really important. So if you do a really good job at this carry if you have a box, you bring it out, you show the product. You're not like, I have a, this dog toy and it's yellow. You bring the product out and you show it, um, really, really important. People want to see it. Right. Um, and that's what keeps them engaged too. Otherwise it'd be very boring and mundane. If it was just an unedited video, even if the information is top notch quality, editing just takes it to a whole other level. So you can easily use, um, so I started off with iMovie and Canva and just creating my own graphics there. There's so much, so much you can learn on YouTube (laughs) from editing. I'm completely self-taught. Um, so there, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that can, can help you. Don't think that you need Final Cut Pro or Adobe right then and there is very complex system. So when I use, um, so just, again, just start with what you have. There's also video editing software that you can use for free. I think, um, splice is one of them. And there's another one that another people, a lot of people use. Um, I'm a, an Apple girl, so I've always used <laughs> iMovie. So. Oh, cool. And I agree with you on the transitions and like the little effects. I do think they make such a big difference, especially if it's, you know, a short video and you're trying to explain a couple of different things, having like a little pop up come up or having um, I love, love, love. And this is something that 
um, Madison, I don't know if you know Madison Tinder. Mm -hmm. So she, um, I used to be in one of her masterminds and she started a YouTube and I love how she would add like a phone in the screen. I don't know how you guys do that, but Mm -hmm. it's probably, you're like, oh yeah, of course that's so easy. Um, but it's like, you add like a phone in the screen and then it shows a video. And I love that. And I think you actually just did that in the video and the YouTube video that's coming out today for me. Um, I think you did that, but just like things like that, it make it it makes it interesting to watch a video and it it just comes across, you know, I talk a lot about customer experience. It kind of just has that really good like customer experience when you're watching it. So anyway, I think they they do make a difference. So I love it. Um, okay, tell us about your services. Um, Jess does my videos for YouTube and she's amazing. I would literally would not do the YouTube channel if she was not editing my videos. So thank you so much. Um, but tell everyone like what you offer and how you might be able to help people. Yes. So for the YouTube side of my business, I offer video editing and I can do anywhere from fully editing the videos, giving you your thumbnails, Instagram graphics, but I also offer management, meaning I can upload your videos and also do SEO support for you too. If that's something totally new to you, or you don't have the time to do it where I do the research for you to find the videos that are ranking in your niche and do all that for you. I also offer VIP days. If you're somebody who wants to just plan out your entire three months of YouTube content, along with getting done for you SEO support in that, that way. And I also do strategy calls. So if you're completely new to YouTube and you just want your own unique strategy, I offer one-off strategy calls, uh, for the business and marketing side of, uh, of my, of social quest media. I'm actually now offering a master a masterclass called Video Presence Without the Pressure. That's actually coming out July 27th, but there will be a replay available if you're watching it after that date. And then I am coming out with a four-week program called Video Visionary. And we're talking about how you can create an evergreen sales and marketing system for your Instagram using video and creating a strategy that way so that you no longer have to be on the app all the time and feel like you have to show up all the time, but you're doing it from a place of intention and fun that you can repeat the process over and over again. That sounds amazing. And what's the masterclass about? So the masterclass is going to teach you how to leverage video marketing to 10 times your brand visibility and sales and start attracting clients using video marketing without the overwhelm. And we're going to talk about the recent decline with intentionality with video marketing, why more and more people are getting off of social media, what we can do about it. I'll be teaching you all the different ways that you can leverage video marketing and how I was able to attract pretty much every single one of my clients from video. And then we're going to talk about the four different ways that you can create that evergreen sales system with video on Instagram. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. I feel like I need to sign up for that. And then where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Social Quest Media. I'm on YouTube as well, Social Quest Media. You can follow my travel account, (laughs) Just on a Quest. And yeah, that's where I am most active right now. I am very busy uh, helping other people with their YouTube channels. Um, So that you can mainly find me on Instagram there. I also have a second Instagram account called Social Quest Videos if you want to see more of the behind the scenes of the YouTube side of my business. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jess. You're amazing. And thank you. You know, couldn't I couldn't do YouTube without you. So thank you so much. And also <laughs> if anyone's listening um, and you're interested in YouTube, 
definitely check her out. She's amazing. And um, it'll really, really help your business. So thank you so much, Jess. It was amazing to have you here. Thank you. So fun. If you are looking for a mentor, you're looking for some one-on-one support to help your business grow, I offer one-on-one coaching and I would invite you to submit an application to work with me one-on-one. I work with clients that have subscription box businesses, e-commerce, and they're looking to make more customers make more money, get more sales, get more traffic, get eyeballs on their product. So if that is you, click the link in the notes below and apply for my one-on-one coaching. Loved, loved, loved that episode. Um, I hope you guys loved it. If you did, please drop a comment on Apple Podcast. So if you have not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe and leave a comment and let me know what you loved about this episode, what you learned, and let me know if you're going to start showing up on video and if you're going to have a YouTube channel. This episode was just amazing. So much knowledge from Jess. And as I mentioned, she does my video editing for my YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel is something that I've been sharing more on my own Instagram And if you're curious on how to get started, like what you need to do, send me a DM on Instagram. I love uh, being able to really help people in a lot of different capacities. And while I'm not a YouTube expert, I've only had my channel for four months. I see the potential. And that's why, again, I wanted Jess to come on here because I see so much potential for YouTube to help product businesses get visibility and get awareness. And, you know, as I talk about, On a lot of the episodes here, part of growing your product-based business is getting that visibility. You have to get eyeballs on your product and YouTube is a search engine. And so I always tell people, put your eggs in the search engine baskets. And so that's going to be YouTube. It's going to be blogging, creating blog content because that helps you show up on Google. So anyway, if you're interested in a podcast, sorry, not a podcast, if you're interested in YouTube and you're kind of afraid or not sure it's a good fit, send me a DM on Instagram and I'm happy to just share a little bit more about my experience with YouTube and how actually it's really easy to, to do. And when I first started it, I made it a lot more complicated than it needed to be. So anyway, I hope you guys love this episode. Again, um, let me know if you listened by dropping a comment or sending me a message on Instagram and tell me if you are going to start using video today in your business. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at... Harry A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.